You wanna hear a good joke? Nobody speak, nobody get choked. Sports fans, it is Friday here on 89.1 KHOL and Teton Sports Talk is here to bring you a little bit closer to your weekend. I'm your host, Massey Zeman, and down in Texas, my loyal co-host, Graham Trainer. Yeehaw! You only canceled out like three seconds of that yeehaw. That was a new record. New record. I'm trying to, we're, we're getting close. The NBA Finals are on. The NHL uh, Stanley Cup finals are going on. I'm trying to try to um, fill the runtime here. So doing extra long intros, which is yeehaws. A lot, a lot of gimmicks coming up this summer. It's June. It's actually yeah. June, which is yeah. crazy. Can't wait to start in June. I'm halfway to halfway to 39. Oh Christ. Um, anyway, yeah, good, good to be on. <laughs> I was like, I was like, yeah, 40. Wait, what? So, yeah, oh, well, oh, overall, I'm halfway to. 76 f i'm old yeah dude you're old <laughs> you're freaking old um so we are we're, we're gonna um we're gonna start debating list i think on this show i think we're gonna take a step forward in our progression as a as a radio show and as a podcast because we are a radio show originally we air on fridays from two to three and then we also take that show put it at a podcast form put it in mm. podcast form Download it wherever podcasts are available. We are Teton Sports Talk. Now, there are some great lists out there worth debating, like biggest bust of all time, uh, who you wouldn't want to fight in a dark alley, who could beat up Iron Man, stuff like that. Yeah, and speaking of Iron Man, I was going to say, I think with with sports and pop culture, especially like there's a big mixture when it comes to um, – let's just say LeBron and space jam. That's, you know, we got, we can, we can bring sports and pop culture and me- mess them together and have a big, like summer blockbuster 90 day period between there's only 89 days until college football, by the way. So an 89 day period, yeah. of, like we can come up with some fun stuff. We also are seeking uh, anybody out there that needs a little bit of advice. Maybe you work in a restaurant, you have to resolve a situation. You're talking to two, Semi, I wouldn't call myself a pro restauranteer anymore. I've been out of the service industry too long, but I was in you're that game. To the, you're talking to the the host, the hostess from Saturdays and Fridays. So you're kind of playing playing with, um, playing Sum- with fire. Summer love. We'll give you yeah. any life advice. You want to know how to make it in this town? Mm-hmm. Being a lifty and a river guide and living out of your car, you're going to have to figure out something else. We can give you some advice. You want to, um, oh, I don't know. Just you name it. You need some help. Contact us, and the way you do that is at Teton Sports Talk at Gmail. We've opened up the landlines, not the landlines, the email lines, the internet. God, I'm dumb. I'm so dumb. Modem. When when this microphone turns on, I get my IQ level plummets. <laughs> not that is it that got got that far to it's go. So cute. Seven years in, it's like the honeymoon stage is still here. Seven years in, you still get butterflies, Massey. That's the sweet part. Just email us if you want to chat. Just email us. Teton Sports Talk at Gmail. You've probably heard of it. We're gonna start blasting out some advice, some things we need to debate. And uh I see that the emails are already coming in. So some of the loyal listeners that I've told about the emails are coming in. We'll sort through them as fast as we can yeah. and we'll give you an update when uh when we can maybe hone in this idea a little bit, just, yeah, just the kids, hone it in. 
the kids, uh, kind of the grampies and the, and the boomer millennials, they, they like the email. So if we, if we also want to do Twitter, um, and maybe even text message, I can give Massey's phone number out as well. No need to do it's that. All, no Massey need to do that. Do a burner account. What's our, what's our Twitter again at T-Town Sports Talk? Yeah. I don't know how to work Twitter. I gave up. I've, well, Elon, Elon ruined it for everybody, but we can, I we guess can I try, I, we tried to join during the Elon phase. Are we kidding? It's so dumb. That no, was so a, dumb of we us. Ha- we had a, we had a, um, a sitting account for a long time. No blue check mark. I'm oh, sorry, that's guys. right. When Ryan Rosillo yeah. got arrested in town, we created a Twitter account to try to get in touch right. with him. And it worked until he got arrested. <laughs> yeah. So, that That's fun story for the kids. Yeah. We had the uh, interview of a lifetime slip through our fingers as he said, yeah, let's get together and do something. And then a certain pinky G's employee got them all liquored up and dropped them off at the wrong hotel room. Yeah. Delivery driver. Too much Jameson. Ryan took his shirt off, went to the wrong condo. The rest is history. We miss you, Ryan. Come back. Come back and see us. I hope so. Someday. All right. We got a pack show. We have an absolute pack show. So we have a Bison Gorn update. We're going to talk about NBA finals, and then we're going to go on to the huddle, which surprisingly I filled up pretty well this week. So trainer. You always do. Trainer, have you heard any news about the Bison in Yellowstone National Park? No, I had some, I had some movie news. Yeah, down in Austin. This is a this is a South by Southwest music and music town. So that's all I got. I no bison down here. I mean, you can you can order bison off some menus. Oh really? That doesn't seem <laughs> yeah, like a so- scam. <laughs> no, it comes it comes straight, it's grass fed from Wyoming, straight from Yellowstone. Yeah, from the, the, from the Dut from the Dutton Ranch. <laughs> this, this is Dutton. This is the Dutton family bison herd. Bison sushi. Um, there have been no bison gorings yet in Yellowstone. Uh, I mean, good. Yeah, it's it's good. Maybe people have heated. Uh, no, people haven't heated. I think there are some close calls out there with people taking selfies with bison that they're still not not mad selfies yet. Selfies with bison. They're they're like, okay, I guess this is the time of year that the two legged hominids come up and and we have to deal with them. They're gonna eventually get mad and start messing people up. But what we do have is an update. Wait, wait, wait. Be back up there. What did you call us? What did you say about us people? Two legged. Two legged what? Hominids. Is that offensive? No, I think it's just the scientific term for human. <laughs> okay, you got to be careful with the scientific terms. Some some of them are cancelable these days. I don't think I don't think you can cancel Latin. <laughs> well, I, uh, can you not? <laughs> yeah, don't, don't be such a scared snowflake trainer. We're we're hard hitting journalism over here. I know I'm I'm amongst LA down here in LATX. So go ahead. Sorry. Um, we have an update from the guy that helped the bison calf out of the river. Oh yes. How's he doing? Is he is he dead? Is he with the found, top of the boys? Found guilty. Got fined about eleven hundred dollars, five hundred here, <laughs> five hundred there, sixty bucks That's here. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, there there's a Justice. dead the butterfly effect. The butterfly effect. Who knows? That bison could have cured cancer. Yeah, that's not justice. How are we supposed to know what this bison calf was capable of doing if it died at such an early age? Exactly. It could have been a talking bison. It was too young to even open up and start speaking out loud. It could have fed a a wolf pack's litter. That's a good point. And then those wolves would have been killed by hunters, right? Well, those wolves would have gone on and... Big game. Maybe solved how to figure out how to run cars on hydrogen, you know? Stuff like that. Or water. So eleven hundred dollars, no jail time, and just a slap on the wrist. Is that like no he, jail is, time? Is he, on, is, is he on? Is he on a list now? Does he have to go around the neighborhood and say he killed? He took a baby calf away from his parents. Like, I think that's he needs to. He, he needs to do the walk of shame from Game of Thrones at least with the bell lady and the naked. You know the. Naked oh list. yeah, they could just they could just parade him through, down the boardwalk. 
Yeah. Brandon on the work with like, at least let's at least, at least have a sign on, and he's ringing the bell. And it's like I petted, I saved a bison calf, but I didn't because it got killed. So the justice system continues to be broken. So I think he should have been able to choose between 10 years in prison or $1,100 fine and the shame walk where he walks all the way from town square to Cuddy's. Yeah. Albertson's part. I could see that, but like kind of a parade route, not a direct, not a direct route, a parade route through uh, Jackson. Okay. Well, you know, if the, if the feds want to come down to KHOL here and start discussing appropriate punishment, then we can, Hopefully they can yeah, hear right us. In. Yeah, uh, let FBI, us know. Write it, write it in the show, Agent Smith. I think that like we have lots of good ideas. Um, I, yeah, it's just another missed opportunity. We're ideas guy. Execution, no. Ideas, <laughs> yes, yes. We just don't have the power to execute. That's the problem. What do you mean? It took us three years to figure out we could have our own podcast before we were doing this radio show for three or so years before we're like, no, oh, I mean, we, we can do a podcast. We don't have the power to execute. We don't have like we're not in we're not powerful men yet. We're not in our forties. Oh. Yeah, that's when that's when you get powerful. I can't wait for my old man strength. <laughs> I feel like I'm just getting arthritis. No, it's not not the old man strength. Just like the executive feeling of power. Like you can you can make things happen. Are you? Did you watch Succession or something? Are you like wrapped up I do in that watch, world? I do. I do watch Succession. I'm not wrapped up in it. I'm just saying. I am wrapped up in the corporate yeah, world. Yeah, you're like course. man. I'm. I can't wait to be in my forties and powerful. I can. Corporate I can get a, I can get a head basketball coach fired in a small town. I'm not LeBron. No, no, no. I'm talking about the family that got the head coach of Jackson Hole oh, yeah. High School coach fired because yeah. their son couldn't play. Well, maybe your son should learn how to dribble better. I don't know. Make a jump shot. There's plenty of ways to figure out playing time. You know what you can also do? You can do what I did and just foul people hard and play decent defense and box out. You can do that. That works sometimes. Yeah, play hard like Massey. Don't ride the bench. Just a try hard. I would say try hard versus play hard. All right, let's that, get it. That, that, that dad should have – so they could have passed each other like two boats passing the night. They could – one, the bison killer oh. could have been walking one way on Broadway down to – and then the other one could have become the other way, the, the basketball uh, The scenes. Dad. And yeah. they're both doing the naked walk. And, like, they'd be like, what did you do? Like, oh, you know, I touched a bison. I touched a bison. And, and got, and what'd you do? He's got like, fire, I got a coach fired. I got a father of one fired because my son didn't have enough playing time. Yikes. People these days. All right, let's talk a little NBA final, shall we? We shall. How bad are the Nuggets winning right now? Right now we're recording on Thursday. It's it's late. Late in the fourth quarter. It's over? Yeah, 11-ish point. 11-ish point win. Okay, so the spread wasn't that bad. If Layla's in the room, cute little Layla, you got to take off her glinging, glinging collar. I think I hear Layla. Here. She's, she's in the other room. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Maybe Sister Keys or something. No, that's her. She's the spread the, the spread was nine and a half, I thought. Thin walls down here in this Austin real estate market. I'm sorry. It's just the way it is. Well, y'all don't need it. Yeah, don't. Y'all don't need Auto, walls. It looks, yeah, the uh, <laughs> tale of two centers. Uh, Bam had 26 and 13. Uh, Joker had 27, 10, and 14. Another triple-double in the playoffs. You know, one in the one. There's not been. I wonder what the we can look at this eventually, but like how many triple doubles are actually have ever happened in the NBA finals? I'm sure Wilt had a hundred of the hundred of them. Kareem, maybe Magic. There can't be that many triple doubles in the NBA finals because it's the best of the best playing. Right. Jay Butts had 13 and seven. Jimmy Butler, that is, had 13 points, seven rebounds, seven assists. We're calling him, we're calling him Jay Butts now. I like that. I think I, I have a buddy from college named Alex Butler that we called A-Butts. 
So maybe that's where I'm getting that. Duncan Robinson, kind of the unsung hero for the Heat the last couple of playoff games. He only had three points. We've been looking at him. And uh, who's the other guy that's been coming out of nowhere? For uh, the Heat, Struess or? Um... Caleb Martin. How many? Martin. Yeah, Martin. Caleb Martin, three Tough points. Nine, okay. All right. We need we need those two undrafted guys to uh to really step up if the Heat are gonna have a chance here. Did did you know that there was a Nikola Jovic on the Heat? I didn't know this until now. Another what? Serbian player, Nikola Jovic instead of Nikola Jokic. I just found this out today. That's I, currently I poop, on the Heat. I poop you not. Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Kind of weird. Yeah. I mean, it's just so close. That's a fun name. fact. And, yeah, fun fact. All right, let's talk a little bit about the NBA Finals and how these teams got here. So the Nuggets are the number one seed out of the out of the West. They beat Minnesota four to one, Phoenix four to two, and LA four nothing. They have been steamrolling their way to the NBA Finals. The Heat are the more interesting team in this case. They were the number seven seed coming out of the East, mm-hmm. but they had to do a, the play-in game and they lost, so they had to play another play-in game and that they won. So they ended up becoming the eight seed. Don't ask me how that works. This is the way that it happened. They had to play. The top-seeded Bucks at 4-1, they beat them 4-1. They beat the Knicks 4-2, and they beat the second-seeded Boston 4-3. They had to go to Game 7. Now, Boston has the second-best record in the NBA, only behind Milwaukee. The Heat have nine undrafted players. They have played seven of those undrafted players this postseason. You'll notice that Kevin Love has been sitting on, on the bench in lieu for Caleb Martin. So cute, that, oh, that gray hair. He looks so good these days. Yeah, he really does. Um, Caleb Martin, excuse me, Duncan Robinson is is found his role as well. He's averaging 5.1 three-pointers a game in the playoff. Now, I'm pretty sure that Spo, this might seem in his leg- legacy as one of the best active head coaches that the NBA has. Comment, what are your comments Ooh. on the Heat trainer and their run thus far to the NBA Finals? I mean, it's been incredible. And along the way, as we, we mentioned last week, Jimmy Butler and Spo have gotten um, – What's his name? Missoula. Missoula, right? Celtics coach. That's yeah. his last name. So he far, not is, fired. He's keeping his job. Yeah. So far, so, so far, so good. Um, Duck Rivers got fired. Uh, Budenholzer got fired along the way. So they've, yeah, they've, they've uh, set, set the trail ablaze amongst the coaching carousel. Um, the Heat have been so impressive. I mean, they have pretty much nobody in terms of, they have undrafted players uh, besides Jimmy Butts and Bam Adebayo. And then a bunch of undrafted guys. They have Kyle Lowry and Kevin Love, who are former, like, you know, NBA all pro or all pro, all NBA players. Yeah. That were, you know, big picks in, in the draft and also champions on former teams. Kyle Lowry on the Raptors, Kevin Love on the Cavs with LeBron. Very impressive. Those guys are like in their twilight years. They're hanging out on the bench. Um, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a legendary run. It's, it's impressive. They were basically, they were like the uh, number one or number two seed in the 2022 playoffs. So they have a championship or first seed roster, but they had so many injuries and like kind of issues with, I guess, probably all these undrafted players, like coming into their own during the season and into these playoffs that it just like, they came out of nowhere, but they had like, they had a core. Yeah. They had a great core with the great coach and obviously a great executive, Pat Riley, that they it all came together and they've gone an amazing run. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Nuggets. The Nuggets have a good core. I don't, the the Heat have been a little bit anonymous when it comes to their their core. That's what I meant. Guys. No, they have a good core of guys. A good core of guys that have like come together 
oh. during this playoff run. Like the the Nuggets had the number one number one. Did you say Nuggets or Heat to start? I'm sorry. No, I said Heat, but then my brain turned off and then it turned back on and I forgot what you were talking about. That's okay. What am I talking about? Um, we're talking about the playoffs. I think that the the Heat, yes, they they went to the 2020 bubble uh, finals against against the Lakers and lost. And they were, you know, like I said, a top seed last year in the East. And yeah, I mean, they've just gone on one of those runs. Like it's kind of like, I mean, the, Pan- the the crazy thing between the Florida Panthers that are also like a Miami team and these Heat is they were the best teams from the East last year in the regular season of their conferences. Talking hockey, yeah, as yeah. Well. And then they nice like, crossover eight, eight seeds or seven seeds this season, and they just all gelled at the right time, even though they underperformed, underachieved through the regular season. Now let's talk about the Nuggets. They have Nikola Jokic just putting on a powerful display of how good a basketball he is in his own funky way. And then we have Jamal Murray, who is lights out when the lights are the brightest. Now we've seen yeah. these guys play in the bubble. Everyone thought, oh, well, it was the bubble. Jamal Murray ends up getting having a devastating knee injury. It takes a couple of seasons, maybe a season and a half to get back. Yeah, ACL, everything. Blown yeah, just out knee. blown out knee. And now he's performing – at a very high level, I think the Nuggets front office needs a little credit here keeping this nucleus together between Murray and Jokic because you can tell that when they play their two-man game, it's just kind of unscripted and they go by feel. It just seems like they're they're so well-connected and so well, I don't know, telepathic in a way that these guys are going to be hard to stop. Yeah, and yeah, 2020 was a good showing. They went to the Western Conference Finals against the Lakers in the bubble. And that's when they were at their peak of what they've been building for along the way. And it showed then, but it was just a preview for actually like what's happened now in 2023 when they're actually the one seed. They have the best, you know, record in the West and all Michael Porter Jr. being healthy. I mean, yep. he was always like the biggest, he's the biggest wild card because he was drafted out of Missouri uh as the lottery pick and it was like kind of a risky pick but they went with it because he's a, a high ceiling low floor guy because if he's his low floor was if he can never stay healthy it's not worth even picking him with that like top 10 pick that they use so he yeah it's all come together it's going to be an interesting finals down the stretch i don't think this is going to be uh what am I trying to say? I don't think this is going to be the usual game, this outcome that we saw tonight where Denver had a heavy lead most of the game and ended up winning by 11. I think you're going to start seeing games a little closer and a little more competitive than this one. Yeah, I would, th- I would think so. I think Jimmy, but- Jimmy Butts will have a big bounce back. It's, it's Denver's first ever NBA Finals home game or game in general. So, Oh, yeah. Let's, uh, yeah, it's not a series until the road team wins a, wins a game, right? Correct. There you go. There you go, Massey. The old, the old, as the old saying goes. All <laughs> right. Uh, before we get in the huddle, I, I want to briefly mention that the Wyoming Whitewater Championships, the guest that we had in, what was it, two weeks ago? Yeah, two weeks ago. Um, we were really hyping up the Wyoming Whitewater Championships, the surfing event, excuse me, the, the kayak freestyle event went down today. I've yet to see results of who was the winner down there. Tomorrow night, Friday night, down on the Hoback River at the Gilcrease Cabin, there is a party after the Hoback Downriver race. Bring your friends, bring a vessel. You don't even have to race. Come down there. There's going to be food. There's going to be raffles. Skeddy's playing. It's going to be a 
Hell of a good time because well, guess what? River rat river rats have the best times. They throw the best parties. Is there a keg? There's definitely there's definitely adult beverages. Okay, cool. So red solo cups. Pro- probably kicking it old school like you did in high school. Yeah, yeah. So that is worth shouting out. And Saturday, the best entertainment in our valley. Boat across down the Graves River, going through Snaggletooth Rapid, which is right there on the road. The road is about 20 feet above the rapid. It gives you a nice amphitheater-style look at the biggest rapid that is on the Grays. As people, contestants, four people go down at a time, racing to the bottom to see who is the ultimate boat across champion. Will it be on ESPN Plus? Probably the Ocho. Ooh, more likely, nice. more likely the Ocho. All right. Trainer, let's, let's get into the huddle for the week. Now, the huddle is something we do every single week. It's a couple of categories. Helps us digest what's going on, what's making headlines out there in sports. So the huddle is the good news of the week, the critical number of the week, something you are stuck on, your quote slash question of the week, and your goat of the week. Trainer, what is your good news of the week? So mine is, uh, it's a little delayed, but, you know, we've had Doc Rivers, um, be fired from the Sixers job. Uh, James Harden is reportedly going to opt. He opted out and they're, they're kind of deciding what they've, they've since hired Nick nurse and Nick nurse is going to recruit. We're talking about the 76ers here, Philadelphia 76ers. And they're going to recruit to keep James Harden, obviously, because he is a pain in the ass. He does go into his turtle shell and big moments. Unlike Jamal Murray that you're saying, he's not good in the spotlight at all, Mm -hmm. but what else is who's better? Who's better out there? What are you going to trade for Kyrie? Please trade for Kyrie. Anyway, <laughs> just do it. Just, um, just do it. And my good news is, yes, the Eagles undeservedly got Jalen Hurts. Yes, they won the NFC last year, won the Super Bowl, and they won the Super Bowl in 2018. But Massey, mm-hmm. it's been 10 years, 2013, since the Sixers traded. I didn't. I this is this history wormhole was great. Rabbit hole is great to go down. The 76ers traded Drew Holiday in 2013 for. You're Drew Holiday. Yeah. The rights to the sixth overall pick, and they chose Nerlens Noel. They also had the 11th overall pick that year, and they selected Michael Carter Williams. Most listeners don't know who those players are, which is totally fair. They passed on Giannis and CJ McCollum for mm-hmm. those players. Yeah. Then they picked Dukes Okafor as as opposed to the UConn Okafor. Yeah. Over over Booker, uh, Brandon Ingram, and Jamal Murray. Don't forget and Brandon then, Ingram is elite. Elite, and then Ben Simmons the next year instead of Jason Tatum or De'Aaron Fox. So we're a decade into the process. Trust the process. A decade. It seems crazy. It's been a decade of this. And here we are. Has it Philadelphia been? fans. Sorry. Oh, no. Has it been three days? Has it been A decade. Years? A decade. 76ers can't get out of their own way. And the fans are starting to really turn. I think they're going to – I think the Philly fans are going to think the Nick Nurse hire is – Oh my gosh, we're back. Coaching changes Fixed. don't don't mean much. They're going to come in. Nick Nurse is going to come in and say we're going to achieve the next level. Well, the 76ers' next level is winning a playoff, getting to the second round into our conference finals. You know, winning a playoff getting series is meaningful. Getting to the Eastern Conference Finals is what they need to achieve next. That's the next uh, rung on the ladder. Yeah, and I just don't I just don't see that the 76ers with their personnel like they also gave up Jimmy Butler. There's they they yeah. are helpless. Who owns the 76ers? He is bad. I don't know. Benjamin Franklin? I have no idea. Yeah, whoever he is, he's he's bad. You're fired. You're fired. My good news of the week. You ready for this? This is going to be pretty niche. Okay. Reese Beekman. Reese Beekman is coming oh, back. Yeah. 
as a senior for the UVA Cavaliers men's basketball team. Now, Virginia's had 12 people transfer out of the portal, transfer out of the program via the portal, one of which was our highly most probably our highest ranked recruit in quite some time in that top tier echelon. He got homesick, so he's back in Iowa, Crichton. Somehow he's playing for Creighton. Where's Creighton? It's in Iowa. Midwest? Well, we oh, Indiana? damn it, we looked this up. We looked this up that oh man. All right. Um yeah, I was gonna say, um, first question, was he homesick or did he want to hire an IL deal? There there is probably something to do with that because <laughs> UVA's NIL uh situation is M I A? Yeah, they're Tony Ben is trying to double down on what he calls like his process and retention of people and Kind oh, of giving the, the old, not not the process. Oh God! Well, his process, not not the 76ers process. His process <laughs> of developing young, developing boys into young men, trainer. And mm. there's a lot to be said to that. And he's selling the uh, UVA's educational prowess and blah 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 blah. Let's pay some guys. Let's get some guys in there. I mean, the com school, the commerce school at UVA churns out a bunch of billionaire rat race zombies every year let's just get some of their money and start paying some of these kids and win some championships because guess what winning championships is super fun let's not have 12 people transfer out some of which went to nc state some and it's like wait a minute why are we letting them do this let's get down and dirty with nil while it's still unregulated yeah isn't it yeah isn't it like it, uh creighton is uh in omaha where the college world series takes place nice omaha nebraska we looked that up Months ago, our brains suck. Anyway, yeah, why isn't it just a free for all grab bag? Can't you just like you know, throw, yeah, throw a bunch of commerce school uh, ex alumni crypto billionaires? Can't they throw money at these guys? Yes, yeah, certainly somebody like has some shady money Pitt. they can spend. They don't need to go through Tony on that or Car or um, Car Carla. Yeah, Carla, the AD. I mean, it's just like they can just make it happen, right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure yeah. it's like, what the hell's going on? Hey, do you want to advertise for JP Morgan down here or up here in New York City? Okay, let me talk to my guys and you can be next to Snoopy or whoever Snoopy is the insurance company. Citibank? I can't remember. MetLife? MetLife, whatever. Who cares? Yeah. Snoopy Balloon? Yeah, I mean, it's like- There's what, somebody, what there's some UVA grad on a board somewhere that's got access to a slush fund of dirty money that we can start throwing at these guys. What What are they offering now? Bodo's gift cards and like trips to Mincers and you get, you know, pick three t-shirts, you get the fourth one free. Like what, what is an NIL deal at UVA right now? You we skipped just won the line at Coops? Three, four years ago, you skipped the line at Coops. Did, between the, but only at happy hour. Um, I, yeah, it's, it's frustrating. 12, 12 players. I didn't know the list. That's, that's almost in terms of, um, the capacity of an NBA, sorry, NBA college basketball roster versus a college football roster. That sounds almost as bad as what Dion has, has achieved at Colorado right. 60. I mean, that's like 12 to 60. It makes sense that the ratio of players kind of adds up there. So what's going on? Is, is Tony Bennett wearing cowboy hats and black hoodies? I don't think so. Practice. I think he's probably wearing a, a nice quarter zip with some slacks. Um, it, it's not the worst in the ACC. I will say that Louisville had twenty. Okay. Louisville had twenty players transfer out. I'm not sure if Louisville is going to be able to field a basketball team. They're going to go out into the into the playgrounds of the greater Louisville area and start picking kids off the playground and be like, "Yo, just put on a uniform and help us out." Well, that's because they got rid of the Louisville Playhouse with uh, Rick Pitino, wink, wink, back yeah. in the day. So. Talk about NIL right there. Come on. Mm. Mm -hmm. All right, Trent. Nice, nice. I like those. 
Nice. Yeah. All right, all right. Dad joke. I like it. I'm there with the acronym. <laughs> all right, give me uh, give me your critical number this week, trainer. Nineteenth. Nineteenth. This um, is Pat- this has been all over. This has been all over. I know the answer to this one, but I'll let you go. Oh, this has been all over. Guess it. This is the nineteenth NBA Finals that Pat Riley has been associated with. Three as oh, a player, nice. ten as a coach, and six as a Heat executive. God, I love when we're on the same page. That is. Massey, if you round up 24.7 rounds up to 25, that's a quarter of the NBA finals that have ever happened. He has been that's involved wild. in 25% of the NBA finals. Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. So he Is did that something you'd be interested in. Yeah. He did three of these as a player, two with the Lakers, one with Phoenix. Now, and as a coach in 1980, 82, 83, 84, 85, 87, 88, 89, he was head coach of the Lakers or an assistant in the 1980 season, excuse me, and he got into the finals. In 1994, he took the Knicks there. In 2006, he took the Heat there. And as a Heat exec, it's 2011, 12, 13, 14, 20, 23. Pat Riley is the best in the business when it comes to winning in the NBA. Yeah, and in 2006, there was a corrupt uh, NBA. We're going to talk about corrupt NBA referees soon, but a corrupt NBA referee named Tim Donaghy that uh, gave the 2006 Miami Heat a championship over Dirk's um, Dallas Mavericks. Never forget. People don't forget. And 10th, 10th is my other one, Massey. The Heat and Panthers are the 10th city slash metro with both the NBA and NHL teams reaching the finals in the same season. If they both win, they would be the first to do so in history. All right. All right. I, I, have, yeah. a, I have a tough time for cheering for Florida anything. So I'll. Well, uh, well I mean, like, okay. So you got. You got it's, a cool, it's a cool story, but I, I just kind of despise the whole state. But you like, you like the Gators and you like. Nope. Um, nope. DeSantos. DeSanto? Yeah, not. No. Don't like Ron. <laughs> Don't like Ron. Um, Although I cannot, I, wait, I cannot wait to get all those guys in a room. Chris Christie, Mike <laughs> Pence, Donald Trump, Ron DeSantis. Can't wait. I can't wait to see them talk at each other. What are those like? Uh, one of those VH1 reality shows that never happened. Um, Behind yeah, the music. So Florida, Florida and Gold, Golden. Florida and the Golden Knights is in Vegas. Florida and Vegas are playing in a finals, which is wild. Those are two places you are you love to go, but you're afraid to go because you're going to get too drunk or killed or you know. Do too much of something. Yeah, there might be some substance involved. <laughs> Can you imagine the two fan bases that like they're pointing at it's the Spider-Man meme where they look at each other and like, wait a minute, I hate you, but for some reason, I kind of like you. It's like, yeah, we all do the same things in different parts of the world. It's just a little more humid down in Florida. Well done. Spider-Man Spider-Man meme is uh the kids get that. Yeah, I'm trying to be relatable. All right, you ready for my critical number? I got two. Yeah. <clears throat> 19 and 40. Ooh, the, it's a record. Is that the Oakland Athletics? Oh, uh, I don't think they've won 19 games. That seems like a lot for them. That seems, yeah, go ahead. Tulane's record in, in college baseball this year, and they made the NCAA tournament by winning their conference tournament, the Ooh. AAC tournament, and are now on their way to the NCAA tournament winning 19 out of their love what sixty games, that's like one of those. Uh, what are they called? Like the Sunshine Belt University uh, Conference MAC 
like you you go you go like yeah. 20 games under 500 and you win your conference title game in march and you get to go to march madness yeah it's fun yeah. i like that and Tulane, i didn't know that was a thing i didn't know that was a thing in college baseball actually it was an automatic bid tulane's one of those schools too that's like kind of cool like they're kind of good at football right they're they, they're like I mean, kind of good US, at sports they beat usc and caleb uh caleb williams in the uh cotton bowl last year and they actually are actually a pretty good well-known uh baseball program in the so, in the past at least so this year they just they just kind of stunk but they get it get it together we we like uh we like playoff runs mm-hmm. who, did they beat, who did they beat last year two lane or maybe they kept it close oh um all right my USC? I'll, I'll, usc are you talking about usc in the cotton bowl yeah but I'm, I'm thinking of something else too oh um okay but let's let's let us continue six hundred and twenty five thousand dollars is my other number Ooh. the amount of money that now monty williams with his pistons contract will make in a day that's not that's not a bad guess. It's 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 outrageous. It's outrageous. It is the annual salary of Rocky the mascot, Rocky the Nuggets mascot, for being what? the best, most electric mascot in the NBA. Holy crap! I remember when back back in the old days, back in the early aughts, when people were pushing me to go out to be the little who. Oh boy. Go, go, go try out for that. And what could have been, what a career I, what a career I missed out on the one that got away. <laughs> They're ranked number oh. nine. Tulane was ranked number nine in 2022. They beat Kansas state. What other people are just listening to me scroll down the thing, whatever. I'll figure it out. Something, something. Yeah. They, whatever, so, whatever. So Rocky's rich. So Rocky's rich. He gets off ladders. He jumps off trampolines. He sets himself on fire. Like Will Ferrell out of old school. He does <laughs> it all. And he gets paid doing it, which meant, which must mean that he's got a off season regiment that he keeps to for doing all these athletic stunts. You mentioned Will Ferrell, um, little nugget, <laughs> nugget, uh, pun intended nice. <laughs> that he's gonna, he's in talks to play John Madden in a John Madden movie. He's also in talks to play a South African golfer in a in a yeah yeah golf Greg movie. Norman. I mean, this is Will Ferrell's uh, renaissance. It's, I feel like it's been a while since we had consistent Will Ferrell movies. I'm uh, assuming I'm shows. assuming the character he's going to play when they're depicting the live golf versus PGA debacle is Ashley Schaefer from Eastbound and Down. Yeah, yeah, it won't be. I mean, it'd be really funny if they make him get like Greg Norman's blonde hair and veneers and just be like complete jerk. I don't know. We'll see. But I mean, Ashley Schaefer would be a great choice. <laughs> Deep in my plums. All right, trainer, give me your stuck on this week. Uh, mine was uh, Eric Lewis. He's been a very bad, bad boy. Mm-hmm. He's an NBA ref. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got burner accounts, <coughs> Kevin Durant, that he uses to argue and fight against fans and say he's a poor referee or that he's done some protecting some of his stuff. colleagues. Yeah. Protecting some of his colleagues, protecting some of his gambling, hmm. potential gambling. I've seen, I was, I'm going to go into this in a second. The violation would actually be called speaking out, speaking about officiating in an un, unauthorized manner. I don't think it's $1,100 fine and a walk down uh, Broadway naked, but 
it probably would be a dismissal. He got dismissed from the NBA finals referee committee. Yeah. Committee of this was, referees. this was going to be his fourth straight finals. No, he's re- this is This was going to be his fifth straight finals. Yeah. And they're uh, the best thing I saw, saw, I saw like two weeks ago or maybe a week ago, brain socks again, there was one play. It was the Celtic. It was a Celtic series. It was either against the 76 or the heat where he looked so pissed off after I think Jay, uh, Jason Tatum missed a layup and you, you can see him in the background and he makes this look like he just lost a bunch of money late in the game because a, a layup was missed. Ooh. And it's kind of like, was he gambling or is he pissed that he has to run down the court again? You know, is he like, Oh yeah. He's like, gosh, darn it. I gotta. Yeah. More like, Oh, that was the over. Yeah. That yeah. That was yeah. the over right there. So yeah. Lots of uh, smoke here. Fire Lots coming. of smoke. Uh, I loved his uh, burner account name. Did you catch that? Oh, what was it? Blair Cutliff. <laughs> so, it's kind of genius. Like, who would have think that a Blair Cutliff is trying to go around and police the internet and say, no, the refs are good or the refs are bad? It's so funny to think that you're at the top of your profession, the tippity top of the ref world. You're going into your fifth straight NBA finals. You are deemed the best at your job. And you feel like it is important enough to defend your job, to go onto Twitter and get in the muck with people complaining about referee calls. That's the most common thing on Twitter. Just ask an Auburn fan. They complain about refs all the freaking time. It's a great pastime of sports fans to blame everything on the refs when your team comes up short. So why try to get down in the muck with it when you're at the top of your game? Ignore the noise and go out there and make a bunch of money. What does a fired referee do once he's fired? Like, do you go as a mascot? Yeah. Becomes a mascot and makes $600,000 a year? (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Maybe he does. Uh, But my my point is, like, with your job experience, where do you apply? Where does your resume, once you're fired, where's the next place your resume lands? I don't know. He's coaching high school games in Mobile. Well, yeah, maybe him and Philip Rivers can be buds. Shave some points off here and there. There you go. There you go. (laughs) Um, I also read. Let's let's talk about referees here for a second because Blair. Although quick, quick, quick aside, Blair Cutliff, great name for Wolf Arrow's character in the Live Tour show. You know, potentially. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's not bad. Blair, my name's Blair Cutcliffe, and I'm here to rob you blind. Um, okay, so let's talk about refs here because I my goat was referees, and Eric Lewis was on that list. Another profession, another ref that's at the top of his game. Well, not his game, let's say, but at the top of his profession. He has some crazy Eastern European names. Simone Marchinek. Um nice. So he attended a what they called a networking event called Everest there in uh, Poland. And he's closely – the event is closely re- related to Poland's Confederation Party that publicly states how they all hate minorities. Oh, Confederacy? Is that what you said? Yeah, basically. That's basically the vibes that I'm getting. He's featured on the posters. His fan club is making social media posts about him being there. He was the keynote speaker. Mm. What are you what are you doing at a far right rally, my man? Like you're he he refed the World Cup final and you're busy getting into politics. You're not gonna ref again. Well, it is UEFA, so they can pro- he can probably just bribe yeah. his way out of it. Honestly, UEFA might be the most corrupt organization, sports organization on the planet. So 
is they probably are like, ah, well, we did authorize slavery to uh, to build stadiums. So what's a what's a far right rally? Yeah, he'll. I mean, they'll they'll um, the PR team and his agent or whoever. Do the referees have agents. I guess the hot ones do. They'll they'll draft up a nice little apology speech that he can. Yeah, he got paid money to do it. He didn't know. He wasn't aware of it, aware of their extremist views. Something like yep. that. I, that was going to be my little feather into referees getting in trouble. We don't have to dive into the weeds in that. UEFA is doing a full investigation. I wonder who you, UEFA's sure lawyers are. are, or FIFA, or whoever it is. They're like, um, this is irresponsible behavior. Um, all right, my stuck on. You ready? Was that a checklist Lovakian impression? You just did the... Unrebellable behavior. Okay, my stuck on... We talked about it earlier. The NIL debauchery that's going on in college sports. Uh-oh. Now, it has been an arms race for the last two years. Big-time college athletics have always, always, always paid their players. Always. Forever. Now it's legal. Now, there's no regulation in place. So, basically, what is happening is the biggest schools with the most money can pay the most money to the players and, therefore, get the most talent. Now, you know who? You know who is taking up the mantle for regulation? Nick Saban. Nick Saban is going to Washington with Greg Sankey, arguably the most powerful two people in college football right now. Mr. Saban goes to Washington. Saban marches on Washington. Now, Saban is going to Washington to discuss with the lawmakers that have the universities that the SEC of the SEC footprint, right? So he's not going and pitching the governor of Michigan to help NIL regulation. He's going up there saying, we need to make it we need to adopt an NFL model and we need to put a cap on these things or you're going to see some programs disappear off the face of the earth. Now, should he be worried Virgin- about that? So is he pro Virginia? Yes. So I'm just, Good. I'm just pointing out the fact that if Nick Saban, excuse me, if big time college football programs were to get in an arms race, when it comes to NIL money, Alabama would be in that top five. Nick Saban yes. isn't really concerned about his program going anywhere, but he is concerned for the little guy, which makes him a great guy. Oh, <laughs> but Saban, 2024. <laughs> oh, I thought you were just going to agree with me. Yes, Saban, stand-up individual. Wait, so he's going—he's going to talk to Biden, but he's going to—he's going to be in a race against him in 2024 for presidency. It's going to be tough. It's going to be a tough oh, look. Damn. But you're going to see conflict of interest. Well, I don't Joe. know, man. He's—he's he's going to reach across, reach across the aisle there. My whole point is, Saban is looking to adopt the NFL model where there is a pay cap and a players union that gets represented. So players need representation. They need to cap the limit so people like our beloved Tulane Green Wave can still have a fighting chance in college athletics. Mm-hmm. It's good. That's, That's it. off. That's all you got? That's all Saban. I got. That's all I got. Yeah. Nick MFN. What's well, good? Baby. He needs to be cleaned up. He's he's right. I mean, it's been it's it was a it's You don't one see of those, Greg like, Sankey up there. No, it's one of those initiatives that gets, you know, passed before it's approved or like has ever even been looked at. So it's a complete junk show. And then by the time it, you know, they, they release it before they actually have a plan, it's already in motion. And then the plan's a clown show. Bless you. And then somebody needs to come, somebody with like some, I don't know, some structure and some uh, tenure who knows what they're talking about. I'm giving Nick Saving compliments here for once is going to come up the rear and be like, yo, this is, this was kind of passed too quickly. And now it's a clown show and we need to fix it. And we need to actually like have some sort of system. So 
Yeah. He's a systems guy. X's and O's. Yeah, big systems guy. Now if we can only get him to regulate AI. All right, trainer, what is your quote slash question of the week? Does, does uh, Nick Saban going to use chat GPT to draw up plays in this season? What's chat PG? Can chat GPT write football plays? I don't know. Well, I'll, I'll find out tonight. Yeah, I got to um, go. Mike. Trainer, I got to go. I got to go. I'm pursuing. <laughs> I'm pursuing. A, I got to call. I got to call Mike McDaniels down there in Miami. I'll be right back. Well, the, the Notre Dame guy they got, the offensive quarter, he's like a millennial. I'm sure he uses chat GPT. Or is he a Gen X? Or Gen, I mean, Gen Z. Excuse me. Got my I have no idea. I don't even know who was what anymore. I think we're millennials. Anyway, we always curse millennials, but we're just basically cursing oh, us. We are. We are. We're just, we're on the elder side. Um, if <clears throat> my quote, if anybody seen Cam Newton, let him know he haven't thrown me a touchdown in the game yet. And now we finally make it happen. I'm offering Cam $150,000. One game play with me. Please spam his account. Can you- Antonio <laughs> Brown. That is Antonio Brown. <laughs> yeah, 1000%. Oh, Massey, owner, respectable owner of the Albany Empire. Um, He's offering up money to Cam Newton weeks after or a month week. We'll just call it weeks. Weeks can be eight weeks, you know, could be two months weeks after he refused to pay his players and locked them out of their hotel rooms Oh my god! <laughs> on the team. He, he quote unquote owns just, you know, just fine. I, I love putting a B and somewhere in the quotes or the stucks or the go to the week. I just got to keep him around. I got to keep him. <laughs> around. He's, he's, he's constant, man. Right. When you think, right. When you think the man's down, he says something like this. Yeah, and he's recruiting him to be like, I'll get you back to the NFL, brother. Hey, brother. Antonio Brown. I can't believe that guy is people. Somebody somewhere trusted him to run a functional football team. Not just any football team. A football team. Albany Albany Empire. I said that in a way that I didn't like. They trusted him to run any football team, and and he did, and he didn't pay any of his players. Right. All right, my question. I don't have a quote. I have a question. Shoot. Shannon Sharp is leaving undisputed after seven years with Skip Bayless. Oh, my. Do you, do, I didn't even know they were together that long. I have not watched we've one. Been to, we've been together that long. Are you about to Are you about to break up with This them? is you just a break. I keep hearing Leah, back, Leah back there. Leah's got her jingly, jangly collar on. And if she's going to be around, we're going to need to see see her. Okay. Because we'll she's do, really we'll cute. She's okay. In the room. She's bells. Bells are um, the bells will be ringing. Yeah. Have so you yeah, added but... more onto her collar? <laughs> not, like not how yet. much bling can a four pound she... dog carry around? Is she dragging her neck on the floor? Six six pounds. She's got a couple new tricks, and she gets a new bell every time a trick happens. So. Well, she sounds like she's struggling Ooh. and is dragging on the floor. All right, Shannon Sharp is leaving undisputed. Leia's trainer's dog, by the way. Shannon Sharp is leaving undisputed after seven years with Skip Bayless. They were t- together way longer than I thought. Now, some tension happened uh, probably from the very beginning, but some very extensive, like there was a leave of absence by Shannon Sharp after the DeMar Hanlon incident where he mm-hmm. died on the field and got and got brought back. And now, Skip Bayless was a complete turd about it. Oh, correct? my gosh. Skip Bayless yeah. was the most insensitive person that just doubled down on his terrible, terrible statements, go back and research. There's no, there's not enough like things I can say about Skip Bayless that's really gonna paint the picture of how big of a pos he is. If you just go back and read his tweets, don't do it. Don't don't waste your time. Yeah, twi- do your own research. Twitter, Skip Bayless. Twitter. Read Eric Lewis's Twitter. 
<laughs> Blair Clapton. What so is his name? Let's debate the internet. Is Shannon Sharp stepping down because of the noise of social media, or is he stepping down because Skip Bayless is a horrible human being and he can't possibly work with him anymore? The latter. Yep, I thought that was a pretty easy. <laughs> I thought that was a pretty easy question. Now, slam dunk. The harder question is who's going to replace Shannon Sharp? Oh God. Oh, does does Fox can Fox possibly pay the contract of Stephen A. Smith and reunite them? for when they became like the, the two awful sports hellions that they are on like, you know, m- modeling themselves after political yell at each other TV, a couple old people who don't actually, who have never played professional sports, yeah. probably not even collegiate sports. That Stephen was like, A. Smith first, played for like some teeny tiny college average two minutes a game. Nice. Um, Suwanee, maybe. Great, that's a great question. Who can replace... Shannon Sharp. Greenberg. Johnny Menzel. Johnny Menzel. Johnny Menzel, maybe. I don't know if Johnny Menzel can be quite as articulate. What if uh, who's who would go who oh, would sit down Perkins? that level? Can, how about Perkins? That is that is a, a home run of an answer. They would just sit there and yell at you. Kendrick Perkins has the worst ability to because, formulate thoughts on a television screen. Because yeah, because um you gotta think about who's been trying to make the biggest name for themselves on sports TV shows who they're always auditioning for that second chair or that lead chair in one of those awful shows where they just scream at each other and say a bunch of crap that day and never actually defend or be hold themselves hold themselves accountable for what they said. We hold ourselves accountable in this show. Sure do respectable radio show. Um it just seems like it's it's always like a um, it's musical chairs, but Perkins is the first one that comes to mind, and I'm blanking on who, whoever else has like kind of been like putting themselves out there. Like, I think like that, that maybe, point. just maybe, JJ Reddick would do it in a, in like a self righteous yeah. way that would annoy everybody. Yeah, Reddick's. I feel like Reddick's kind of good i mean he's on the show but he's not as annoying as those guys and he at least played he's has he actually has some good thoughts he's been pretty i feel like on point about the john morant situation and others as well so you gotta think it's urban meyer urban meyer is already he's already a fox guy urban meyer is hammer drunk right now (laughs) that'd be so good for tv jerry springer would jerry springer would love that well Rest in peace, Jerry Springer. All right, trainer, we have very little time here. Give me your goat of the week. So mine's a mine's a tie. Last week, my stuck factor was that Tom Brady uh, bought a minority share of ownership in the Las Vegas Raiders, and now there was a secret Jimmy G failed physical back in March after Uh-oh. foot surgery. Uh, yeah, uh, so this is a tie between Josh McDaniels, uh, Josh McDick, and Tommy Bones, Tom Brady. I'm guessing we're looking at an unretirement for Tom Brady, and I'm all for it. Tom Brady, I didn't realize, was is almost as egotistical as LeBron. Yes, 100%. So those are my guys. I think that it's a – I mean, it's it's clear. You're right? calling your like, shot. It's – it's it's what shot. is it, Trans transvoyance? Yeah, and if I'm wrong, if I'm wrong, Massey – Come September seventh, when NFL kickoff is or whatever, I will I will own this. Unlike Skip Bayless, sports fans, that is all the time we have for you this week. We are Teton Sports Talk. Email us at Teton Sports Talk at Gmail.
Follow us on Twitter and all the other socials, yada, yada, yada. But download our podcast, most importantly. We are Teton Sports Talk, wherever podcasts are available. All right, guys, that's it. And that's all.